They are hundreds of young men from all across the country. Their deaths labeled as accidental drownings. Now, these retired detectives say it's murder. You're talking about almost 300 young men across the country that have been drugged, abducted, held for a period of time, murdered on land, and deposited in the bodies of water to make it look like a drowning. They say the deaths are all linked by one chilling clue, graffiti of a smiley face found nearby. Veteran NYPD detective Kevin Gannon believes it's the work of more than one killer. We've been tracking these guys for 12 years now. This is a, and there's males and females in this organization. It's a well-structured, organized group which sells spread out in major cities across the United States. Each of our victims fits such a narrowly defined, specific uh, set of demographics. Highly intelligent, athletic, from great families. No fat kids, there's no really skinny, short kids. Could these and the hundreds of others have fallen victim to a group these former detectives call the Smiley Face Killers? Like every dot represents a different scene. Oh, it does. Oh, okay. I never noticed that. What on Snapchat? Snapchat and Instagram now. Hmm. Well, Instagram is like a that. line, but if there's a bunch of them, then it just becomes a dot, a dot, 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 dot. Oh, I see what you're saying. If yeah. it's a dot, 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 then therefore there's a shit ton oh. of them. Ah, uh, ha, ha. I get it now. After like three to four, like, I'm done with your life. Uh. Like, if you haven't entertained me by the first three dots, then. You better <laughs> be hanging you. out with George Clooney right now. <laughs> or Matt Damon. Nah, I think more George Clooney. No, yeah. Matt Damon's not bad. Matt but Damon not, is in the new Shelby movie but, with Christian Bale, so watch your tone, sir. But not Ben Affleck. You know what? He was a good Batman. I I, I would prefer him Ooh. over whoever the new guy is. Oh, Robert Patterson? Yeah, that guy. We haven't even seen the new guy. I don't know. I'm just not sold yet. I'll still watch it. I, but we, I'm not, not going to judge it. him for something I haven't seen yet. I, I keep I keep going back to it, and I, I'm saying it again. I, I had no faith whatsoever in Heath Ledger as Joker. The dude from Brokeback Mountain is going to be the Joker? Fuck, come on, man. Really? I'm not going to say know, I so. had faith in him, but I was like, I actually know he's a good actor because I watched Brokeback Mountain. And I was just like, well, that's a weird transition, but I know he's a good actor, so I know he'll pull it off. I don't expect him to eclipse uh, Jack Nicholson, which he did, but I wasn't as like, oh, we can't have the gay guy do it. Like, I wasn't <laughs> like that. But Robert Pattinson, is he a good actor? He's an okay actor. Is he? I'm. If you forget, for, okay. Let me ask Who's you. Who's better, this. Jared Leto or Robert Pattinson? Uh, well, that's not fair because Jared Leto actually is legitimately well, let, a good let actor. Let me ask you this. But he was a bad Leonardo Joker. DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio had probably the most like gimmicky ass like begin to his career. That's true. He was on like some fucking step by step show. I don't even know what show it was on. Uh, he, he was in. Uh, was he eating Gilbert Gilbert Grape? He wasn't eating Gilbert Grape, but he was in. Uh, ooh, with. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, from the nice. 80s. He did that. No, not Family would... Ties. It was, uh, it was uh, the one with Alan Thicke. enough. Alan Thicke and uh, uh, the dude from uh, Left Behind. and The uh, Slipknot song. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, you guys know what I'm talking about. He was in some like family sitcom type yeah. show. And then he became like the American heartthrob when he did Titanic. And he was kind of just seen as this like whatever actor. And all of a sudden now he's like in like Django Unchained and he's like fucking killing it total method actor where he's like cutting his hand during a scene and like just writing it through and we all respect him but at one point we kn- we didn't really respect him and he was just kind of viewed as this like heartthrob teeny bopping kind of like whack ass actor yeah I feel uh, like no because he had What's Eating Gilbert Grape where he played like an outstanding role as the you know the 
a mentally disabled child, and he killed it. He knocked that out of the park, and that was right in the middle of that. So does Robert Pattinson have anything like that currently? I don't know. I don't follow his career. I just know him from... Well, he, then why would you judge him if you don't know him and you don't follow his career? Because everything that has called... been has been Harry Potter and uh, the what's the fucking vampire movie? He uh, wasn't even. Oh, he wasn't Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he was wasn't in Harry, Harry Potter. Potter? Yeah. yeah. He, he was like he was uh, he died in like the third movie. Oh, spoiler or fourth movie or whatever the fuck it was. I can't remember. Yeah. I just I, know him from um, that movie. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the movie, remember me where he. Oh, in... yeah. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> that, seen it, but if, I've heard if, about if it. If you've never seen it, it is like one of the most like. What the fuck kind of movies were like all of a sudden you're on uh, September 11th? Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Out of nowhere. It's just like, this is a love story on September 11th. And it's like, yeah. what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. Growing Pains. Growing Pains was the name oh. of the TV show. Oh, yeah, I knew it was Kirk Cameron and Alan Thicke and Leonardo DiCaprio for a little bit because he was the uh, the foster kid that the was brought in. the shark in. character. Actually, he wasn't. Like, he was he was legitimate. Because I remember watching the show and I remember there was one episode in particular where um, the dad's wine kept going missing. And they thought that he was drinking it, um, that, that he had been stealing it and drinking it. And they confronted him, and he eventually just broke down. And it was, like, really like heart-wrenching because he was saying he stole it all, and he poured it all down the drain because, you know, when he was growing up, his dad would drink it, and he would just hit everybody in the fucking house, and he would just do all this stuff. And it was like this, like, oh, oh, holy shit. It was one of those, this got really heavy, really fast. A special fast. episode of Growing Pains. Kind of, yeah, and it was, like, really effective. Speaking of movies, have you guys seen the movie Mandy? No. Have you heard of it? Oh, with uh, Jack, uh, Nichols, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage, yeah. yeah, yeah Have yeah, you guys yeah. heard of it? Yeah. The trailer looks amazing. The movie is boring as fuck. <laughs> it, oh, God. I'd never been so disappointed for a movie that was like... It looked right up my alley. Yeah. It totally did. Totally disappointed. Almost fell asleep like three times. Like, talk about a story where nothing happens. It, it looked like pedophilia hentai? Because that's right up your alley, dude. <laughs> it looked like some, like... I don't know. I don't want to... It looked like a fucking Kill Bill on steroids. But it was oh, but that's not what it came but out. But it was uh, Kill Bill on Limp Dick. So, you know what? You know what have helped Kill Bill. You know what have helped Bill survive. You know what have helped Bill's heart from exploding. And you know what would have kept his fucking dick from getting limp. Eric, tell me. Fight back CBD. Fucking a man. Fight back CBD. Who is officially we we they've they've been supporting us a little bit, and now we have some great fucking news. Fightback CBD, which is 100% THC-free. It's 100% organic. It is made with Nutivia Organic CMT. It's CBD, CBG, all sorts of terpenes, flavonoids, and essential amino acids. It is made right here in the good old U.S. of A. In Texas, lovingly handcrafted small batch form. Each bottle is individually labeled with the batch number and the bottle from that batch number. They also come out with vape cartridges, and they also have rash guards, which I'm holding up to our YouTube Live right now and Facebook Live, it's but a really beautiful you rash be guard on, yeah, on it's uh, YouTube cool. Live, and it also has art from uh, Immortal Choke, uh, which is one of my favorite Instagram comics. So check them out as well. But Fightback CBD, this this company is great. They do some great products. Um, legal in all fifty states, legal in Canada technically, but uh, there's some shipping regulations that uh, that's what's making it hard to get out there. Eh. But they do a great product. They support MMA athletes. They support pro wrestling. Uh, they support Brazilian jiu-jitsu athletes. They do a lot of work to try to raise awareness for mental health uh, causes. You know, great company, great product overall. Day products. They have a night product that has chamomile, lavender, and melatonin in it. Fantastic stuff. I'm a believer. I know all three of us are. Uh, my girlfriend is. Um, users we, and believers. Users and believers. That's right. Um, you know, we're not the presidents. You know, like the dude from the Two Pay Club. But you know what I mean. Like it, we're we're all about this shit. And I am happy to announce to you the cacahuates at large. Fucking, you can use. I don't know about the three of you in Jakarta, but everyone else, basically, you can use code America 
at checkout for 10% off. That is America. It does not have to be upper or lowercase. I don't believe it's case sensitive. sensitive. Yeah, it's not cap sensitive. Uh, You're free to use America however you want. That's right. Well, as long as it's spelled correctly. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if however you want is to get 10% off at Fightback CBD. And while you're there, tell them Martin Jacob sent you. That's right. So they can send us cool stuff to give to you guys eventually somehow. That's right. And we are we are working on uh, some details for uh, potentially having a couple of giveaways. And, uh, Hell yeah. We'll see what goes on with all of that. But for right now, I'm happy to say that we are part of we are officially part of the Fightback CBD family. So go to FightbackCBD.com. Yay. America for 10% off. Why? Because Art and Jacob do America podcast featuring Dr. E. Because and he loves you. Talk about this. We, we graduated from uh, associates of Fightback CBD to full on family members. Yeah, they were. They sent us some stuff. I bought the rash guard myself because I love the product and I love the company and I love also Immortal Choke, which is all the little doodles on it. Um, but now you know we are officially we're, we're we're made men, boys. We're made men. We're made men. Here we go, big time. They were sending us stuff, and now we get to pass that along to you guys, you the Kakawatis. Speaking of graduating, we've graduated from. Uh, see what you did. See what I did there with segues. <laughs> Speaking of graduating, what's today's topic, sir? We're talking about the smiley face killer theory. Ooh, we'll call it a theory. Is it a, not a hypothesis? No. Oh, okay. It's a theory. Theory, Eric. You want you're you're the most well spoken guy in the universe. So do you want to kick <laughs> it off? <laughs> so I mean, if you're looking at the thirty thousand uh, view, uh, thirty thousand foot view of this. Um, I fucked that up. You said I was the most most welcome man in America, and then I fucked that up right there. 30,000 view foot. You're no Ben Shapiro. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. I do stutter. Um, If you're looking at this, you know, just from a distance, very, very, very basic outlines. Um, There's uh, this theory regarding several bodies that have been found um, in in the ocean, in rivers and waterways, various waterways over various states. Um, and this goes back over the course of several years from the late 90s to the 2010s. And um, there's a belief that these bodies are all connected for various reasons that we'll get into as how they are actually, you know, similar to one another. But not just that, but the fact that they're all dumped, they believe, somewhere else. And the theory is that, not the theory, but the big reason why people think that they're dumped at different sites is that all of these dump sites have a smiley face graffitied somewhere in that area kind of as a marker of maybe this isn't where the body is found but this is where the body was taken and this is where the body was dropped off into the water correct sir so art uh, help help me to expand on this okay so this is a theory um that was born back in i believe it was 1997 it was uh uh born by two detectives kevin gannon and anthony Duarte. Duarte, which Duarte. sounds like sounds like a character that um, not Emilio Estevez would play. Um, <laughs> who's the guy that played Selena's dad? Oh, Edward James. It oh. was Edward James almost should play him. Just name isn't, alone. Not that, isn't Duarte? Isn't that the president of the Philippines that's like killing all of the drug dealers and stuff? Oh, I don't yeah. know, dude. I don't yeah, know. But, it's, but it's pronounced a little bit different because it's in Cambodia or something like that. Uh, Tagalog. It's spoken in Tagalog because it's Filipino. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Spanish conquered it. That's true. Yeah, that's why they speak. That kind. Anyways, art. Also, uh, <laughs> Dr. Lee uh, Gilbertson is also involved in this. Not as much as the other two detectives, but he is a criminal justice professor and gang expert who also puts his two cents into a lot of their theories as well. From St. Cloud University, I believe. I believe that is correct, sir. Yes, sir. You have that. You have good notes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this theory is born in, in uh, 1997, where we started seeing the series of drownings along the. Um, 
Is it the I-90? Feel free to help me out here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, first, this is a, uh, this was kind of took in and look, uh, looked at first as like a, a passion case um, because uh, – which one was it? Fucking Gannon. Uh, Gannon was actually a retired detective. And uh, he kind of looked at this as a, a, a PI, and he kind of started delving into it. it. was like, oh, holy shit. So he got Duarte in because they were old partners from back in the day. And so they're not looking at this as an official case necessarily. They were looking at it as – Passion um, project. Yeah, exactly. Because Ganon found uh, – I, I keep thinking about fucking Zelda. Because Ganon – so I keep checking my own looks. His name not Ganon, is it? Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> Ganon. Um, so Ganon comes back and says, you know, he just kind of stumbles upon this connection. Um, I actually couldn't find what brought him to the first case to begin with. I think it was that, like, you know, you know, speaking for somebody that works for the government, you know, I can't say which agency officially, but when you when you work with the government, you get these cases in and you develop like a certain bias towards them. You you know, you come up with theories like, OK, this is what's going on here and you're full bore and you're 100 percent into it. And then the people above you are like, all right, we got to do this with it. We got to make it go away. We got to, you know, we got to do this with it. We got to send it to this direction. And it, to me, it sounded like, you know, that's what was happening. Like they would get these cases and they would want to follow these different leads. But, you know, the powers that were that would be above them were like, hey, no, we got to open and close it. Yeah. Hey, th- this is what happened. They, you know, just accidentally drowned. They were drunk little, you know, Kelsos. <laughs> they were coming home from parties or, you know, the bars and whatnot. And they just happened to drown. And you're like, hey, open, close, shut, give, you know, give this one a bookend and move forward. But they still had that inside of them where we're like, no, there's a little bit more to this. Yeah. There's a little bit more to this story. And Gannon, okay, so I, I can, Gannon actually was a police officer in 97, and he was on the case of Patrick McNeil, McNeil who was a mm-hmm. Fordham student that went missing. Um, and so when he retired in 2001, with the case being closed but not quite to Gannon's liking, because like you said, there's a lot of like, you know, the stats are what matters, you know, when you're looking at uh, uh, city uh city government city numbers and or like federal numbers or you know if the if the crime is open and closed then and then it counts if the crime was never reported then it doesn't count against the numbers you know mm-hmm. what i mean and so that's yeah, kind of how that exactly that all, which uh important side note i think um there's a lot of uh, uh untested rape kits out there and uh, people will ask you know well why aren't they tested they're just sitting some backlog somewhere like well no they're collected but they're never officially reported mm. because if it's never reported then it doesn't count as a crime in the in the uh, the mm-hmm. logistics, and if it doesn't count as a crime, well, there's no reason to fucking test the rate kips. Mm-hmm. So there is a, a project about going to the backlog and trying to get them all put in and whatnot. There's thousands of them. My favorite murder is big on on that particular front, but I figured you know little love to that because that's that's important as well. But yeah, so Gannon uh, has this case. He thinks it looks suspicious. Uh, police just say it was some drunk kid coming out of a bar and he just fell in the water, got swept up. You know what I mean? And um, and they told him, like you said, Jacob, they kind of told him, you know what, it's done. You know, we've, we've closed it. Just just leave it as is. But he comes back in 2001 after he's or after he retired in 2001, thinks this looks more suspicious. And he brings in his old partner, partner, the uh, president of the Philippines, in to try and get this stuff together because he will bring justice like he does to the drug dealers. What was that one show with Dennis Franz? It was like a detective show. Um, Dennis Franz. 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 He was like an overweight, you know, chubby dude or whatever. And like he would oh. like cuss on um, network yeah, television. show people his butt. Yeah, you want me to show you? Your, oh. You want me to show you my butt? Yeah, uh, I'll show you my butt. When I think of these detectives, uh, I think of him. Um, is it? Is it like a one word thing? It's like the. I know it's not NYPD the league or something. Hold on, this is the, uh, this is Googleable. Hold on, the a unit. <laughs> that would be like that. that'd be a little on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hill, Hill Street Blues. Yeah, that's it yeah. right there. When I picture these detectives, I see Dennis Franz and then just some random like. 
minority <laughs> partner with James Elmo's like Danny Glover or something like that. Like, I don't know if you should be going off that. This clip. is my last day on the job. Why am I even doing this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I picture in my head. He's like, shut up. But um, th- that case did become a passion project for him and, and his family. Didn't he like swear to his family, the Patrick McNeil family, that he would get to the bottom of it? I did see shit like that. Yeah, like he was in touch with the family, like really, really yeah, close. Yeah, he did become pretty close to the family, and he like swear to them. But there were a couple of things that, you know, because they ruled it a suicide at the at the time, right? It was ruled as accidental. accidental death. Yeah, accidental I think death. that one was ruled a suicide, and then other subsequent deaths that came across were ruled as suicides. Okay, um, but on his, he also had like ligature marks on his body, which made the family believed that there was no way that that was just an accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of the things that I saw with that first case that, that really raised up a bunch of red flags. There were mm-hmm. ligature marks. I guess there were burn marks. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were trace amounts of um, substances in the bloodstream that were, that were like, uh, 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 indicative of, of drugging. You know what I mean? It wasn't just alcohol and weed. It was like there was, I don't want to say it was roofies, it was something else, but yeah, there was other shit in his system. Yeah, I did see that there were like small traces of antidepressants which makes it sound like, well, maybe he just killed himself. But it was just kind of, it just seems strange. But I could see why it would slowly become a passion project for him. Did you want to get into a lot of the similarities? Because as you alluded to, there's more than one, more than... Well, I'll, get, I'll go into it. There's, there was 45 deaths, and all of them you know, were usually males, um, college-age males. Um, 11 of them were from Midwest states. Um, and they were all either leaving bars or, or parties. And, you know, some of the, you know, toxicologies would come back and they, you know, they would find, you know, they had been heavily drinking. Um, and then another po- popular um, Theory? characteristic oh, of it, it was is that, you know, they were popular. They were athletic. They were good looking white male students, um, you know, and, you know, they would. They described them basically, you know, as and I, you know, when I'm doing the picturing in my head, like they would look like Kelso from that '70s show. You know, they would look like, you know, the the jock from, you know, Dari or whatever, with the nice chiseled chin or whatever. And <laughs> cartoon know, characters. Yeah, you know, but yeah. I mean, these th- this is the characteristic that they would find. You know, they weren't, you know, you know the the kid that was, you know, on the outskirts, you know, of society or whatnot. You know, they weren't. Um, high-risk teens, you know, runaways or foster kids. Like, they were kids that were actual, you know, popular, you know, had everything going for them, for them at that time. A lot of them were lacrosse stars. One mm-hmm. of them was a lacrosse goalie. One of them was a soccer player. One of them was a baseball player. So they were, like, you know, when you're, what, like, 22 years old and mm-hmm. you're a fucking lacrosse guy... You're you're pretty you're pretty ripped at this point, you know. Yeah. You're, you're not you're not some little scrawny nerd guy leaving a bar. You're not someone who's gonna get easily just taken down out of nowhere. This yeah. isn't like someone's gonna get mugged and it goes awry because you know you're, someone's yeah. gonna get hurt. Yeah. There were other uh, little similarities between cases. I wrote down a couple of them here. One of them was uh, they were all found 50, 50 miles from the I ninety four interstate highway, um, which is you know I, I heard some theories online like it could be a trucker, it could be something else, you know somebody traveling a group of people traveling um like jacob was saying it most of them were leaving bars um a lot of times there's the smiley face tag nearby but one of the things that was also nearby sometimes it was tagged sometimes it was near it, like streets that were um named this but it was the word cincinnagua was tagged oh, nearby wow. oh yeah, yeah i saw that yeah um the word cincinnagua was it's a native american word i can't remember the name of the tribe particularly but it means a couple of different things in the native american language and one of them is rattlesnake and the other one is the home of the young eagle and um that was kind of strange like some of the bodies were found at like 
uh, streets intersecting. One of them was called Cincinnagua, and and then uh, one of them had the word tagged nearby t- as well. So it was like this repetitive thing that kept happening. Um, at one of them, once once the body had been pulled out of the out of the water and he had been buried, somebody slapped a sticker on his grave of a smiley face. And this is before the whole like social media thing blew up. This is so. This is maybe like. 2000 yeah we're talking about so this is before podcasts before the internet was all like my spaced out mm-hmm. before friendster even i would have so. just started before friendster <laughs> was aimed. aimed aimed people were aiming each other icq that's true ICQ. oh shit oh shit those are those are and names it's i haven't heard you say that because one of the things that you would get in those like direct messages would just be like a happy face like uh-huh. equal sign and then the the uh print not parentheses what the hell is that sign called Whatever. You know how to make a smiley face on your I was, was going to say, like, equal e- sign, equal sign, equal sign. Capital D. Parenthesis, capital D, and squiggly then tilde, tilde, tilde. I need some more equal signs on that, sir. Oh, sorry, sorry. My bad. One of the things I saw about that, all of those things, what really got them looking to begin with um, for all those similarities was, I don't know how they came across it, but they came across uh, four more victims um, in Minnesota, of all places, uh, that had disappeared uh, in 2003, over a 40-day period in 2003. And so, you know, this is far from New York. This is far from Fordham University, you know what I mean? Um, but somehow they stumbled across it, and they see all of these similarities, and they, and they found the smiley face, and this is the point where they start really digging in as to being like, well, there's more than just one here. And, you know, this one murder that they're first looking in with McNeil happened in 1997, and they're seeing these these four people going missing in 2003. Well, what the fuck's going on in the middle? You know what I mean? What's happening in all the space between Minnesota and New York? You know, that's really where they started trying to, to piece things together and looking at cases of, like, bodies in water and seeing what fits. Now, one, oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, one question I had, too, was this all during, like, the winter months? Cause yeah. I, so it's funny you bring that up. So this is all happening during the winter months, almost exclusively during the winter months. And even more specifically than that, it's happening during the first week of each month of a, of a, of a winter month. Mm-hmm. So it's not happening randomly throughout the entire winter month. It's happening the first week. So a lot of them you see, like, it'll happen on on New Year's Eve day or whatever. So it's, like, happening, like, on the first of the month. Yeah. One of them, was, they kept saying that it was happening on uh, Halloween day, but really he went missing... November after 1st. midnight which was november 1st so a lot of them were happening right either the first through like the seventh of the month so it's not a it's not a totally at random thing that's going on um and yes yeah, as jacob okay, was so, saying they were all good looking i wrote and, that down and, on here in a wait um the president of the philippines was saying that uh, the killer would be the opposite of the victims not smart someone not good in school maybe doesn't have a job not popular and his belief was that um the motivation was basically someone lashing out you know mm-hmm. someone that that feels like maybe not necessarily just that they're inferior but that they have been made to be inferior. You know what I mean? That, mm. that that these people are, you know, they don't deserve to be in the spot they're in or they put me down where I am or something like that. And so that's, they're doing this too. That's really interesting that you say that. Because one of the things that, as I was doing this research and I brought up the word, the Sinsanagua word about the, the home of the young snake, which I guess another meaning was, um, it could also mean grave, grave area or something like that. Um, because it's a Native American word. And then one of the guys that went missing, he was wearing like this very like mocking costume of, of a Native American. Yeah. I started thinking, what if this is like some like Native American gang that's like traveling the, the, 
the I-94 interstate highway and then just looking for these like white college age guys as kind of a, ooh, was that me? Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> um, way of like, kind of like saying like, you know, this was our land before. Because a lot of these lands were Native American lands as well, mm-hmm. like at one point. Yeah. Like so, Minnetonka and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't get that word from fucking, you know. <laughs> Germans or yeah. English or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, one thing, too, to, to piggyback on that is, yeah, the, I mean, these are, you know, college-age students, you know, that like you said, dressed up in Indian garb and whatnot. And you do see, the like, these groups of people that, you know, take it to the extreme, you know, whether it's on the far right or far left, yeah. you know, where it's just like, you know, they, they live by that mantra, you know, by any means necessary, you know. And, you know, the, the whoever they target, you know, it's going to be it's going to be these, you know, you know, stereotypical white privileged males, you know, and it's just like, so what, you know, so what they had to sacrifice themselves for this greater purpose. So I, I that's a theory that, you know, is very plausible. Another theory, too, um, Eric kind of alluded to is somebody, you know, on the out, you know, being a, a suspect would be somebody on the outskirts of society. You know, we see it all the time with, you know, school shootings. You know, it's never, you know, a popular kid or just, you know, some, you know you know, just random act of violence. There's always, you know, this this person that, you know, was outcast that was picked on, you know. This there is some sort of buildup, yeah. Yeah. And, and this is kind of the baby age of the internet as well, where, you, mm-hmm. you know, you talked about messaging each other and we're talking about chat groups and we're talking about getting together with these common interests. And if, you know, if like 10 people came together and go, you know, I really like, I've always wanted to kill someone or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to build this group of like 10 dudes or I don't want to just specifically say Native American. I'm just saying because of their Native American traits. But if let's say there were ten, 10 Native American people that wanted to come together and be like, you know, I'm young, I'm not getting to the colleges that I want to, um, and these like white guys are, mm-hmm. and they because want they to can go, play lacrosse good because they can play yeah. lacrosse good and and land that was once my people's land, um, I could see how they would come together and do that, you know, mm-hmm. via the internet, mm-hmm. and and you look at a lot of these guys that are you know that, that are being at least. I don't know if they actually are or not, but they they fit certain molds, and I'm sure to this guy's mind, they're acting like douches. You know, they're acting like douchebags, mm-hmm. and I think all of them, mo- well, most of them at least, are coming at, like right out of a bar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So here are these guys that are doing all this stuff that make it all, and then they're going out and they're getting drunk and wasted and, and making fools of themselves. And that's why a large part of this is people thinking that it is an accidental drowning or it is a suicide, like a depressive state, or because they're just filling themselves they're poisoning themselves with which you know none, none of us have ever done but you know <laughs> all this stuff and and you know if you're looking at this as a don't look look at me like that <laughs> um, and if you're looking at it from a, a warped mind part of it could be you know here's this person that has everything you know quote unquote you know the and they're just yeah. and they're just wasting it and they're just you know being complete dicks and they don't know what they're doing with themselves and i could see how that could totally be enraging to someone that has this delusional mindset about the way the world works and about their place and social structure and, and uh, yeah, the way they look at it. I'll paint you this too. Okay. Imagine we all met like around the same time, around the same age, you know, like between 19 and 23, I want to say. Right. And we were, when I look at ourselves and I consider us good kids, right. We weren't making healthy decisions at that age, you know, especially with alcohol involved. Now, you take, you know, your stereotypical jock, you know, stereotypical, stereotypical, you know, white privileged, privileged jock right at that. You know, you mentioned it, you know, we were talking about the metal years, you know, when all those jocks started listening to Limp Biscuit. 
I put myself in that mindset of looking at those kids. You know, yeah, they're listening to Limp Biscuit. You know, those are those same kids that were raping chicks. You know, at Woodstock '99 and whatnot. Um, they making they're making very bad. You know, reckless um, decisions. You know, they're pumped full of testosterone. You know, naturally. Yeah. But not <laughs> unnaturally. But you know, they're they're out there wilding out basically. And like you said, it's before the age. You know, of the internet. You know, where things are caught on cell phone. You know, they're acting out like the Duke lacrosse team. You know, you know, doing wild things. And it could be uh, instance as well, you know, it could be, you know, a holy roller, basically, you know, an extreme holy roller saying, hey, you know, they're going out doing stuff and there's no repercussion to them, to their actions. You know, Mm -hmm. we need to take action on that. So I can see that being a theory as well. You know, it's funny you bring that up. One of the other cases that I had down here was the, the Chris Jenkins case, the guy that actually went missing on Halloween night, I guess, technically on November 1st. But he's the one that was dressed in like full on Native American guard and like, um, he got kicked out of the bar because mm-hmm. people had thought he had peed himself, that he had been so drunk. Some yeah. people were saying that he spilled a cup on his lap, and that's why his lap was wet. But somebody reported to the bouncer. The bouncer kicked him out. It was like, get the fuck out. You're not allowed in here anymore. And yeah. they kind of created like no some ruckus. No peeing in here. <laughs> Don't pee on yourself in here, boy. So he kicks him out. And, um, uh, you know, that's the guy that eventually was found, like, off the side of a bridge. But when they checked the footage that night, there was no sign of him on the bridge. Um, police dogs followed the scent to some garage and that actually at that garage they found um, like some smeared blood and some feathers which he was wearing, wearing like a Native American like headdress or something for some reason that day and I could see why people would find that offensive as well if like yeah you saw some white college age guy dressed like that and you you can I can picture this scenario too in that instance like hey you know he's walking down the street maybe by himself I don't know um, and you know somebody you know calls him out like hey man you shouldn't be wearing that you know, him being pumped full of testosterone at a very young age and drunk makes a very poor decision. Oh, margaritas in, you're ready to go, boy. Yeah, you know, you get this, you know, uh, you know, alcoholic, you know, uh, confidence, and you know, you start talking shit back. And I can see, you know, he, you know, fucked with the wrong people, and you know, found himself in a precarious situation. You know, and I can see that happening in this instance because you know that's a very sensitive topic to some people, but somebody, you know, that's on, you know, you know, the white privilege side. I'm saying this on air quotes. I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm thinking like, oh, it's no big deal, you know, like the the lady that um, got fired from NBC, like, oh, no, I'm paying tribute to Indians. Like, I'm not trying to, you know, cause problems or whatever. And, you know, this heated political debate ensues, and then you got, you know, you know, some rabid violence. It's like um, uh, Louis C.K. said, which he's he's not necessarily the best, you know, moral compass, (laughs) but one of the things that I I, I did like that he said was that, uh, you know... um, if if someone says that you hurt their feelings, you don't get to tell them that no, you did not. No, I did not. You yeah. know what I mean? If their feelings are hurt, their feelings are hurt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's their emotions are real. There's you, you can't say by saying, "Oh, that wasn't my intent." That doesn't change how they feel. It works in this way as well. You know, I I'm not going to say, "Oh no, uh, this isn't offensive. What I'm doing is not offensive." Like you are not the one that gets to make that judgment call necessarily. <laughs> Somebody you know I mean? should tell Lucy K that. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Fucking a, son of a bitch. He um, should record himself yeah. talking, give himself pep talks before he goes out and lives <laughs> life. Um, you know what's funny about that? So we talked about how the uh, the uh, bouncer kicked him out, and I guess he got into some scuffle with the bouncer, like as he was getting kicked out, and the the bouncer had his car parked in that same garage where they found the blood oh, and. Wow and the um, the feathers and the the bouncer was actually an off-duty police officer which is another thing that popped up into my mind was like a lot of these things sound like something somebody that knows in in a criminal investigation what to look for like an and, inside job kind yeah kind of thing. Kinda like a 
well, you would dispose the body in water because it looks like a drowning. You would dispose the body in drowning because it explains why there's bruises and broken bones because if you fill into water, it's like hitting cement. Mm-hmm. It's like every bone is broken. And not only that, you would have inside knowledge into how that department works. So if you have, you know, a department that's full of like lazy workers that are just going to, you know, go to A to Z, you know, in two minutes just to close the case, you know, there's a high possibility of. Actually, the more research, not to not to put all my eggs in one basket, but the more research I started doing, the more I almost started going down this path, like mentally of this feels like an inside job, like maybe police officers were involved in this or like. Maybe it's like a, a group of police officers that were all on, on the same page of like, you know, we want to kill. We, you know, some people just want to kill. Uh-huh. <laughs> so like. What's uh, the whole premise of Dexter? Yeah. I mean, yeah. what's that movie, Hostile, where like people just want to kill, like people pay yeah. to kill. Um, I could see how like, you know, you're an off-duty police officer. You want to prove you're like the baddest motherfucker on the block. And so like, how do you dispose of a body without showing evidence? You know, you throw it in the river, it explains for broken bones, it explains for bruising, it explains for a lot of things. And one thing it doesn't explain is, and, and it's a thing that kept popping up with all these bodies, is they were floating the wrong way. A body, especially a male's body, should be flo- floating face down. Mm-hmm. A lot of these were floating face up, which doesn't explain why the bodies were floating face up. Yeah, the, that, the, a part of the explanation for that is, is just how fucked up the bodies were. Like, how phys- the, the physical trauma they went through before they got into the water. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that first body that was found, McNeil, um, you know, he was found uh, with ligature marks. He was found partially burned. He was found, you know, he was fucked up. So um, to say that he's floating face up is p- going to be... That best explanation for something like that is going to be the fact that fucking he got fucked, he physically got fucked up beforehand, and something is broken or contorted incorrectly, or something's attached somewhere. Yeah. Basically, it's it's not going to defy physics because a body isn't just going to randomly like the one in a million shot where a wave hits the right way and the body's going to turn from face down to face up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, and even if it did, it's kind of like like a little like if you threw a. a like a ball in, in the water, like it's a, a buoy, sorry. Yeah. Like buoy's constantly, like when it comes back up, it's still floating in the same direction. It's not all of a sudden upside down. Yeah, it, yeah. it floats in that direction because its its weight is built in that direction. Women's bodies are slightly different because, you know, they should have bigger boobs, so they float a different direction. And so I could see why a woman's body, if a wave hit it, it would float the other direction. But a men's body, it, and then these, are, these aren't dudes with like fat dudes with like man boobs. Like these are like fit as like lacrosse players. It doesn't really make sense why they're constantly floating the wrong direction. Yeah. One thing I just thought of, too, is like, because I was asking myself, well, then why would you put the smiley faces? Why would they, you know, spray paint the smiley faces or put those, you know, you know, Sinsawawa uh, uh, stickers and whatnot? And the thing I was thinking about right now is, OK, maybe they put that there is to let those other people that are in on this to know, like, hey, this is, you know. I did this, you know, like we did this. And then, you know, just to say, all right, it would explain why, okay, we just got to open and close this as soon as possible. And not all the smiley faces are the same. Some of them have horns, some of them are painted with slightly different eyes, some Mm -hmm. of them are like making like a goofy smile, Mm -hmm. which to me is more like a, uh, this is multiple people doing this. Yeah. It almost seems like a video game body count style of like, how many can you reach? And you add the fact that there's such a, uh, a wide, like a wide area that's being uh, uh, investigated. Uh, one of the more recent cases that's been brought up lately uh, has been Dakota Jones, um, and Dakota Jones was another a, a, a white uh, a white male, uh, popular, good student, um, and he was in uh, living in Pittsburgh, 
and he leaves the bar um, in Pittsburgh, and he's going to the north side, back to where he lives, uh, middle of the night, and he disappears. And he pops up uh, uh, several days later um, in the Ohio River. And again, there's a lot of people saying that, you know, the, the, the original theory was, you know what, he, he's, he's drunk, he's coming out, he went to go piss in the river, wobbled a little bit, and, um, and he fell in. Mm-hmm. But um, his mother was saying that that doesn't, that doesn't make any sort of sense. You know what I mean? That there's, he, is, he is a good kid and he's, yeah, he, he got drunk and whatnot, but, you know, that is not a, a damning trait. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, for, for something like that to happen just doesn't make sense. Now, granted, at this time of year, the Ohio River would have been uh, freezing cold. So if he had fallen in and if he had been drunk, um, it would have taken very, it would have been very, very quick for him to go into shock. And mm-hmm. at that point, I'm it's glad done. you brought that you know up I mean? because I was listening to a podcast on this. And, you know, they were from, you know, I believe like Minnesota or Wisconsin or something like that. You know, they had the, the accents and everything like, oh, don't you know, you know, and these boys are going missing, you know. Um, they were talking about that. He goes, you know, I'm, you know, I'm pretty athletic. You know, he, I guess he played like college basketball or whatnot. You know, the podcast host. And he goes, yeah, I can, you know, I've done that a couple of times, like where I've been walking, you know, by, you know, a riverbed or walking the dog or whatever. And I slip and fall into, you know, a creek or something like that, you know, maybe even just ways deep and your body instantly starts to go into shock. Your limbs, you know, just go numb and you can't move them. And he goes, and that's me being, you know, in waist deep water and, um, you know, not inebriated. And, you know, feeling that shock, having to be dragged out, he goes, now I can see these, these, these athletic guys, you know, falling, you know, drunk, you know, body first into a, you know, a river or a lake that's like, you know, super deep and, you know, just completely losing control of their body and dying. And I do think some of these cases get explained by, you know, dude pissing off the side of a bridge and all of a sudden, fuck, I lost my balance. I'm going in and, and, you know. As soon as your your body hits that cold water, your mm-hmm. blood flow is gonna try to protect you know your heart, your organs, the the flood the blood flow from your arms are just gets sucked out almost immediately. You yeah. got maybe like thirty seconds to get out, or otherwise you just you're done. Your your limbs don't work yeah, anymore. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, you know, just just me myself, you know, hanging out with buddies around a pool, you know, if I get pushed in from the deep and I'm not expecting it, and I go in like just the right way, I get in and it takes me a second to figure out in that situation. Wait, which way is fucking up? Yeah. Like, which, how do I, you know, what is, it's not like, I'm not panicking. I'm not, you know, anything like that. But there is that moment of like, which way do I fucking go to get out of here? You know what I mean? So drunk, middle of the night, freezing cold water. That is fucking ridiculous. It, it would be amazingly uh, 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 confusing for the senses, all of the senses. Yeah. And um, the thing too is, is like, you don't see a lot of these, you know, here in California or Arizona or you know, southern Texas. You know, or whatever. I, I thought that as well. So one of the things that I thought was interesting was like, well, let's look at cold, cold cities that are not in near the I ninety four. So like a city like Denver, a city like Portland, a city like Seattle that also has a lot of bodies of water, but they don't seem to have cases like this. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting because I thought about that too. I was like, do these other cities have cases like that? You know, off of there. You know, a city like Denver. Denver's very cold. You know, I could see how, like, water would be freezing around that time period. Same thing with Seattle. Like, it's very mm-hmm. cold around their winter months. And, and a lot of bodies of water near Seattle, you know? It's basically a fishing city. Yeah. Um, and yet, you don't see cases like that. Another thing that th- I thought was really interesting about all these cases, two things in particular that we haven't talked about is the um, skin slippage. And I don't really know how this works, but a, a lot oh, of the bodies yeah. that had been in the water had been in there so long that the body should already be, like, almost shedding like the, the skin, skin itself yeah. but in reality some of the skin was just barely getting loose 
and which doesn't explain why it's been in there. You know, it's been in there 30 days. The skin should almost be like unrecognizable. That was one thing I want to bring up with Dakota Jones. Dakota Jones was found um, in the Ohio River 40 days after he went missing. Um, so, I mean, even if he was wandering around, like he didn't fall in the river. He didn't go missing and then fall in the river like a week later. Like unless he got crazy fucking drunk. Uh-huh. Like, you know, there wasn't like that. So if he fell in that day, he was found 40 days later in the Ohio River. And uh, the coroner went back and said in external and internal organs, the decomposition was was barely there at all. Like mm-hmm. it almost looked unnatural for a body that was kept in, you know, halfway decent conditions to begin with, let alone a body that they found, you know, several miles away and that would have been in the water for 40 days. Like it just it just didn't fucking Th- they also, work out. They also found like fly larva in yeah. some of the yeah. skin. And, some of the, and, and that's a fly larva that should be in like warm weather mm-hmm. or like warm rooms. Which you know, like indoors, it, yeah. Yeah. So if you're indoors, it makes sense. It doesn't make sense in a freezing river. Why the why the larva would be there? Yeah, it wouldn't be there. Yeah. Yeah. And Dakota Jones specifically also. Uh, there were reports that uh, friends had said that like six weeks earlier, that uh, they believe he had been drugged, and someone had tried to abduct him, and that his friends kind of came to the rescue and took him home and all this stuff. And of course, you know, he doesn't want to tell his parents because. He doesn't want to worry them and all that stuff. So they had no idea until they, they moved from Maryland to Pittsburgh to take part in the investigation. Um, and so the theory is, Gannon, because Gannon and, and Duarte, the Filipino president, came in to Pittsburgh and took care, you know, to, to get involved <laughs> so in this. So fucking funny. And uh, he, uh, they, well, you know, drugs are involved. Duarte's got to get involved. You yeah. know what I mean? He's going to kill oh, everybody. Yeah. Um, so he comes in and, and they're looking at like, yeah, no, this fucking fits exactly our profile. And not only that, but there is a history. There is a poten- there was a potential attempt on his life six weeks before that the friends are corroborating, saying that, yeah, this fucking happened. And um, we there's already this history. He's already been targeted, obviously. So they're saying that, you know, he's they he was kidnapped. He was drugged. He was kidnapped. He was kept somewhere, but it definitely wasn't in the water. And then when they were done with him, they tossed his ass um, into uh, into the river, and he was found several miles up the harbor. In I, fact, he might not have been, even been dead that day. It might have been something where they were just someone was just kind of keeping him around for X amount of time, and that would explain why the body looked so fresh. It wasn't because they were keeping the body so well preserved, but because they were keeping him alive until relatively, you know, right before he was found in the river. Before you joined the podcast, me and Jacob had done an episode. I think it was called like Mass Disappearances or something like that. But um, I had talked about two things in particular, and both of those things remind me a lot of this. One was, like, uh, missing children in the Washington, D.C. area. I think there had been, like, 500 missing kids in, like, a three-month span. Yeah. And the other one was between border towns of, like, the United States and Mexico, women are constantly going missing. Yet, you know, there's not really a police force. Uh, there's never been a killer. There's never really been, like, anything that leads to any, like, even, even yeah any resolution saying like hey maybe this is a cartel like they don't, they don't even point a finger at these things and i feel like this is almost uh I, I, well this is very similar in the sense that if a body falls in a, in a body of water and especially a frozen body of water it's almost too easy to just dismiss it as like this guy was drunk he'll just left the bar it's it you know it's clearly a drowning it's clearly an accident or maybe it's a suicide i feel like because it's so easy to dismiss it, I almost started to believe that it, it had to be somebody working with a police force, that somebody knows how a criminal investigation um, takes place. Uh-huh. That started well, to become my belief. I, with that, I, I guess this this is spanning uh, almost 15 years over 11 states in the Northeast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, like, 
that's a lot of fucking different police departments that you have to get involved in. You know what I mean? That's a lot of like the same MO um, to get across. And I don't know. I, I, I just by people's nature, I well, can't see them all like that many people kept fucking keeping their, their, their mouth, mouth shut. shut you know what yeah. I mean? Well, I, so the way I was thinking about it, see the, I thought maybe similar to like those retired police officers, I thought maybe this is somebody that maybe went to the police force or maybe was kicked out of the police force. And maybe it's just like five dudes and they're just traveling this like I-94 freeway. And like now that's their thing because they don't really happen that much. The last big clump of these cases happened in like 2010, 2007, somewhere around there. They're not really happening as much. So I started thinking, you know, if these guys were like 25 or something, you know, maybe they got kicked out of the force or something. And now they're they're doing this for the next 10 years from to 1997 to like 1990 or 2008 somewhere around there so yeah. like an 11 year span um you know they would be like in their mid 30s somewhere around there maybe early 40s and i'll give you a comparison too wasn't the golden state killer like they they found him it was a singular singular person but he had ties to law enforcement as well correct me if yeah. i'm wrong no. and so i mean i can see that being plausible as well like and he was going up and down the state of california now let's you know you know uh rotate california and put it from new york to you know uh, minnesota basically that's basically the length of california and it almost works in their favor because um police departments don't really work well together a lot of times now you got to share information now you got to message this information that's one of the reasons um the the zodiac killer was able to to avoid a lot of his cases getting like um cross examined it was just because you know that happened in this county oh that was that happened in San uh, San Francisco. Well, this happened in, in another like mm-hmm. Bay Area city, but it's not the same police department, so they're not really communicating what this person found. And I can see how they would they would see that. Like this is a, I think it's eleven states. Yeah. So if they travel states, yeah. eleven states, all which are very close to each other, you know, it'd be traveling like Jacob said from Southern California to like Northern California. The Bay Area, you know. something like that. Yeah, maybe a little above that. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's not that crazy of a distance, but it, it is like because you're traveling those eleven states, they probably wouldn't be sharing the information with each police department. And Eric kind of alluded to it earlier, you know, where you get jurisdictions, you know, they just want to open and shut cases, right? Yeah. And if it and I've seen it in my job as well, you know, other jurisdictions like, well, okay, they move to, you know, another jurisdiction or they move to my jurisdiction. Uh, let them handle it. That's their problem now. You know, we got our own, you know, our own set of problems on our own place to figure out. That's somebody else's problem. So they kind of divorce themselves from the situation. Once, you know, that body floats, you know, from one jurisdiction to the next. All right, we are just going to look at from the time period he was, you know, here. Now you guys got to finish the rest of it because that body is over there now. And depending, like I said, depending on whoever, you know, the employees are of those departments, how invested or uninvested they are, that's going to lead to a lot of holes in the investigation. That's one of the things that I was, I was thinking about with the, uh, well, the namesake, the smiley face. You know, mm-hmm. the smiley faces aren't where the bodies are found. The smiley faces uh, are, uh, are graffitied where they believe the bodies were originally dumped. Because they're found several miles, in many cases, away from the original quote-unquote dump site, what is believed to be the dump site. And, uh, I mean, that's a great way to kind of create distance and potentially, you know, <laughs> go from, you know, different uh, uh, jurisdictions, you know, having to get multiple agencies involved. You know, I, I, I did not see any explicit cases where um, a body crossed state lines, but, uh, you know, it would have to be... Well, uh, even county or city. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Um, but, I mean, 
if you're looking at this, you know, Gannon Duarte, they're the only ones that are really putting this together as being a smiley face, as being this one big, you know, 45 body issue. You know what I mean? So all of these communities, all these police stations, all of these murder or suicide or whatever accident investigations are just looking at their one body. They're not looking at any fucking connections. It's not part of anything fucking bigger. This is just like this one fuck fell in here. He fucking floated down the river, you know, over fucking there. Um, he's from, you know, uh, Dakota Jones. He's from fucking Maryland. He's not even, you know, he's here for college. He's not even, I don't, I'm not sure how it works there, but he might not even technically be a citizen of, you know, the, the state, the city, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, in the, in the like technical definition of the word, you know? So wh- why the fuck are we going to really work that hard on this shit? Fucking he, his dumb ass got drunk, fell in pissing and you know, he, there he is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, with, with the smiley face too, um, the FBI kind of like wrapped it up very quickly too. You know, they kind of put a kibosh on it and saying like, "Oh, okay, it's just a simple, you know, they fell in and whatnot." And then the whole smiley face theory or whatever. Um, you know, anywhere there's where there's graffiti, you know, you're gonna find a smiley face because you think yeah, about it. It's not a. Yeah. It's, it's a very common thing. Like if I, you know, had a can of spray paint and I'm just like, you know, fucking around with it. You know, one of the first things. Honestly, I'm going to put, you know, not just for the sake of making this argument, is a smiley face. Just yeah. to test out the colors and whatnot. And I was like, okay, Art and I, we live in the hood. You live close to the hood, you know, basically. <laughs> hood adjacent. Hood is, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, there's a lot of graffiti around. You know, yeah. you, you walk to or you drive to Carl's Jr. and you're going to see about, you know, 10 different, you know, tags, you know, going on. And, you know, since I was a little kid, you know, I knew Tagger Cruz, you know, that we, you know, put mm-hmm. their sign up everywhere. And I was... You know, I used to, you know, always look for that. You know, the older I get, I kind of stopped doing that. But I was like, all right, since we decided on this topic last Sunday, I was like, all right, let me let me see how many smiley faces I see throughout my everyday. You know, you know, going underneath bridges, you know, going to work, you know, and it is a very common symbol. Yeah. You know, and you I have s- seen one. Yeah. And under a bridge headed towards the freeway 99. Yeah. And we probably saw the same one recently. And then, you know, again, like I, I used Carlos Jr., for example, it was on a stop sign you know, on my way to Carl's Jr., which is literally like maybe like three blocks away from the house. So it is a very common symbol. And and like I was telling Jacob, I almost feel like the Smiley Case, like, brand, the calling it that is almost hurting the case itself. I was telling Jacob, like, if this would have been called the the I-94 Interstate Killer, this would have made a lot more sense. And you would, it it would feel more concrete. Because I do think that the Smiley Face tagging... You know, it's such a common thing that you can almost like pinpoint it anywhere. It'd be like, you you know, I'm pretty sure people have died near that bridge, and they don't call those smiley face killer yeah. cases. You know, so not yet, not yet. We're on we're tomorrow. On we're gonna find somebody, and there's a river nearby. Yeah, the Kern River. Yeah, yeah the Kern yeah. River. Killer Kern. The Kern, Killer Kern has killed is, yeah. so many people. So let's label that one. It's like the eleventh most dangerous river in the nation, or something like that. What's crazy yeah. is too is like I mentioned, you know, waist deep or whatever. Um, I had friends. They would be like, "Hey, let's go tubing down the Kern River," and I'd go tubing with them, and then I always That's get like such that. a like white person thing to do. They were actually Mexican, actually. Oh, they God. wanted to do this, and they were drinking, you know. And I do not partake in the drink, but I was like, "How does somebody die in this river?" And then you got to think like, oh, "Okay, yeah, they're drinking, they're doing dumb shit or whatever." Because if you are within your wits. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm gonna die. Well, no, See, that's the thing that well, gets are, people killed. The thing f- about that, those currents, there's underwater currents. So the minute yeah. you like step out of them, 
you, what you see up on the surface is not what you have underneath. Yeah, you are. That's what kills. You're floating people. on top of the water in an inner tube. Like like if you were like attempted to get out and like really swim in certain areas, not all the areas, but in certain areas, you're going to get oh, hit. Yeah, with maybe the certain areas. Yeah, you're going to get hit with that. Most of it, the vast majority of it. Because I've gotten the, out and yeah. like walked in it and stuff because I'm a nerd and I like to explore shit. <laughs> but yeah, like you know, you I, you do you know you get on slippery rocks. You know, let's tie this into the podcast. Maybe you know. And this is when I was in my early 20s doing dumb shit. Yeah. And, you know, you're, you're walking, you know, and I'm making this theory like, how do people die here? Let me let me let me let me test death here real quick. Let me do some dumb, you know, testosterone driven <laughs> shit. Let me test death what? here. You never. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Anyways, I'm still here. Right. Um, and, yeah, you know, I would, you know, there would be very slippery rocks because you got to think, you know, the, the, the sun's hitting it. You know, there's algae and whatnot. You can slip and fall in that way. And I was just thinking, like, okay, how does this happen? Yeah, you get those undercurrents and, you know, those little uh, tide pools and whatnot. Yeah. And you're talking, if you're stepping on it, it's probably a very, like, shallow part of the river itself. Yeah. So there's parts that are deceiving where all of a sudden you go from, like, what are you, 5'8 or something like that? Where, like, exactly. a 5'8 five, person is, like, um, at, you know, maybe, like, hip level water to so all of a sudden it's to your shoulders where, like, your legs almost don't matter. It's whatever your arms can get yeah. you at strength to swim. And that and, river is snow melt basically too. Yeah. So it's very cold, yeah. like in the middle of July here in Bakersfield. I, I was actually just there on Thursday because I went biking over there, and and then there's parts where like the river is so tall right now that like that it's going to like parts where it used to be a trail, and now it's like the tree level is like almost like four feet into the trunk where wow. it's like so if somebody were swimming there now it would be maybe like eight feet, so you have to be eight feet tall to be at the bottom of the river. Wow. So it's like you know, none of us are eight feet tall. We would all be dead if we were down there. So, yeah. like, that's why I think rivers are kind of deceiving. But even then, a frozen river is even more of a different beast altogether. Because oh, yeah. so. it's never yeah. fully frozen, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it's never just frozen thick, you know. There's going to be water underneath that doesn't get frozen. And you got to think, like, I've been a fan of the Mighty Ducks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're swimming, you know, they're skating, you know, on uh, ice. And... You know, there's going to be thin patches of ice where you're going to fall through. And we've all seen, like, those dog rescue videos and whatnot where, you know, an animal's going, you know, over the the ice and then falls through because it's really thin. And then, hey, you freeze to death. You know, I could see that being. Uh, and I could see that being for some of these cases. I just think that maybe, like, things like the slin- the skin slippage and the the, uh, the larva in the skin mm-hmm. and that were the Cincinnati were, mm-hmm. like, I feel like there's some of these cases, even if it's just. You know, how many, I don't know how many bodies were found altogether, but even if let's just say 10 of these bodies mm-hmm. all fit this one thing, uh, I still think that, that that's maybe a killer out there doing these 10 cases. And I, I agree with you on that. Like, I do, I do feel like these people um, were murdered and then, you know, placed into this river to cover it up, you know, yeah. whether, you know, they, like you said, to get rid of the evidence of what really happened and whatnot, because the water is going to wash a lot of shit away. You know, it's going to dilute a lot of things. Well, it's going to, if you put it in the right place. And I think, and that that's that's what I was looking at. So I, I was thinking about, uh, there's a season of Dexter where uh, there's this big hunt for, for him, you know, for, for the serial killer. When a diver finds a bunch of trash bags filled with bodies yeah, at the bottom of the ocean, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and because he just dropped them. And at the end of the season, uh, to help mitigate that, he's still dropping them in the ocean. But now he is actively going out and looking for slipstreams so that, you know, within 24 hours, they're going to be, you know, up the East Coast. You know, they're not going to be anywhere near him so that it yeah. can't get linked back to him as easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, I'm 
I'm almost wondering if that is the purpose of the smiley face. If this is a spot, like this is an indicator, you know, hey, if you drop a body off here, it's going to float up the river. It's not going to stay here. This isn't a spot where I'm going to drop the body here and it's going to float five feet and stay there for 40 days until someone finds it. You know what I mean? Maybe that's part of the research that this killer is doing. Exactly. Like, hey, I noticed if there's no cameras here, I'm going to tag it here and then I'll be back in like. That's, and I, the other thing that I was thinking about was I was thinking about one of my favorite movies of all time, Cobra, starring uh, Sylvester Stallone and the NWO, the New World Order, and the fact (laughs) that it is a gang of killers that are going out and they are this group finding this target by the way the so, best five o'clock shadow of all time. oh i know right so fucking good uh one of my favorite things is at the beginning where he opens up the pizza box grabs a piece of pizza cuts it with a pair of scissors closes the pizza box and just eats the half of his triangle or whatever the fuck there's something about He's that, that watching just, his carbs baby oh my god it's amazing anyway um but i'm, I'm looking at that and, and you know th- there's this whole thing where they're they're working in packs um they're going out like they have the they have this this central base but they're all going out and they're all doing these, you know, similar MOs, but um, their victims don't quite match up because everyone has their own taste, but they're killing them all in the same way. I can see that. What if instead they're all doing this, they're all doing whatever they want to the bodies, but they're all unified in the fact that we want these young, athletic, uh, good students. Um, it's, it's very similar to like when we were talking about Tom Brady, like they're even good students. Like what? God damn it. I want to hate you for something legitimate. Like what the <laughs> fuck? God damn it. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, he's even supposed to be a really nice guy, like son of a bitch. Um, Make some good avocado toast, I heard. Yeah, too. right. Um, so they're they're finding <laughs> he's a like hardcore this, Trump supporter, though. They're, there you they're go. Fi- they're, they're trying to find this 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 same type of person, and as a group, they're saying like, "Oh, I dipped a body here, smiley face." And then if someone else comes up and like, "Where the fuck can I dump this body?" You know, I know that there's somewhere here in the Pittsburgh area. There's a smiley face. There it is. And that would also explain why the smiley faces are not the same. Because it's possible that different people living in the different cities are going to, you know, they all do a smiley face. But their own way. But it's in their own way. You know, there's not like a uniform. Because then that would just be, you know, fucking ridiculous. If like it was I said, like with a the tagger cruise, or whatever, you know? the tagger crews that I grew up around, like they would all have, you know, their, their name, their tagger crew name. But they would all tag it a little bit different. Yeah. Like, okay, that's, you know. You know, that's Willie over there. You know, that's Beto over there. That's so-and-so over there. By the way, these are, are not real names. I'm trying to disguise <laughs> the names. But, yeah, they, they would all they would put the same, you know, name, but a little bit different. Yeah, it would be their flair yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. And it could be something. It could also be something dumb. Like, you know, we, uh, we had a, a, a meeting with uh, one of the uh, assistant district attorney. No, the district attorney now um, here in Bakersfield for the ASSP. And she came in a few months back. Um, when she was actually still running for office and she was telling us about, you know, different like uh, uh, gang uh, um, symbols and like things to look for and, you know, uh, days that they celebrate, you know, and, and neighborhoods they're in, colors they wear, you know, different types of tattoos. And um, one of the things that she brought up that it was like I knew it, but I didn't like it was one of those things that, you, you know, but you didn't really register was kind of the naming convention. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, so if if you're, you know. If you're smiley, you know what I mean? And there's someone in the gang that looks up to you, you know, and they want to be just like you. Okay, well, now that's little smiley. Like, okay, so then after him, someone's looking up to him. All right, so now that's baby smiley. You know what I mean? And there's like a lineage that's going along. You know, smiley's not the only name, but there is that kind of way of going Those about it. Those are the it. scariest dudes and in the gang, be, man. Yeah. yeah. Whenever, um, the, the calmer the name, the scarier the Exactly, dude. right? Yeah. But but I was going to like, because, you know, smiley is legitimately a fairly common, you know. Little happy. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, uh, name like that, you know what I mean? It is a fairly, so it is possible as well that, you know, just a random tag is just putting a little smiley, you know, put a smiley face, you know what I mean? Or, you know, I some do shit think like that. that maybe it is a group of people a gang because i think maybe like 
okay, let's say oh, we were 22 years old, right? We were at a bar. I think I would find it hard to believe that we would let one of us just like if if Jacob got kicked out of a bar, I would just be like, "Oh, that's cool. He's he's gonna do his own thing. Like I'm gonna stay here." Oh, I'm glad you said that. Yeah, because I was thinking that as well. Like when we would all go out and whatnot, and then you'd have one person. Okay, you know like that you, one person that you, you can trust by themselves. You were almost there. I I, th- I feel like when you leave as as a, a crew, you would be like, "Yo, that's my dude. He just got kicked out. Like we should probably get going or something like that. We're going to a different bar." But I feel like the one exception to all this is, like, if, like, we're at a bar and then, like, um, one of us, like, meets a girl or something like that. And that girl pulls us away. We'd be like, all right, I'm going to let Jacob go get his dick wet or whatever. You know, like, yeah, yeah. that whole thing. And we did that. I would be like, all right, that's cool. He's doing his thing. He's, he's a grown man. He knows what he's doing. And then that puts everyone's guard down. So I do think, you know, if someone, if, like, a girl's like, come drink this drink with me. And all of a oh, sudden. like La Femme Nikita kind of thing. All of a sudden, <laughs> this motherfucker is, like, drinking a roofy drink. And now he's, like getting like tortured somewhere or like and then you don't think about it because you're just like oh he just met some girl and i don't know where the fuck he went i was drinking i was having a good time and he just disappeared on me like i think that it's more it sounds like it could be something like that like why these dudes keep breaking away from the pack and nobody sees them going and i can see this too and then i can also see this situation too like when to, to reference when we all went to Vegas, well, you guys didn't go, but like a couple of other friends. <laughs> when, when, so when we all went to Vegas, went, when we all went to Vegas, and by we all, I mean me. Yeah, <laughs> me and a different set of friends. Uh, yeah, there was one friend they got belligerent, belligerently drunk, and we had to babysit him. And then there was another friend the next night that got belligerently drunk, and he was the type of friend where okay, he can handle himself, even though we're in a town that we don't know anybody or whatever. I'm hundred percent confident he can find his way back to the hotel. But then the other friend was somebody that I did not trust to get so by himself. So you guys just left friend number two completely alone. Like he went to a different bar altogether. Yeah, he did, and it's because he fit that profile. He, you know, he's athletic. He was pretty much an alpha yeah. male. It's just like, well, hey, he he can handle himself. Shout out to Ben for being athletic alpha <laughs> oh male. No, I was not Ben. <laughs> but again, ben but- was the babysitter or babysatter, the first one. But. <laughs> Anyways, you know, I can see that being the situation where it's just like, all right, we can trust Kelso by himself. You know, he can handle his own. He might have had a couple too many beers or whatever, but I can trust him to get down the street to, you know, back to the college dorm. But that also explains uh, all those things are also why there would be drugs involved because you want to subdue someone bigger than you and why there'd be like ligature marks because, you know, you put someone around the neck, it doesn't matter how big they are, they got to breathe. You know what I mean? They, and so, like, ligature around the neck, tie them up around the wrists. Like, those are all indications for someone that is. And you're a jujitsu practitioner. Uh-huh. You know, too, like, the bigger the person, you're going to want to choke them out. You know, yeah. that that's that's your best bet right there is to choke them out. And that's one of the reasons why I, I you know, uh, the school that I go to and, and uh, what I like to do is, is, like, try to go for a choke. Because, you know what, if someone is, like, hugely ripped, I might not be able to get that arm out. If someone, there are people that are fucking double jointed. You know, maybe they, you know, a shoulder pops in a weird way that is not, I can't, you know, do whatever. But everybody's got to breathe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so if you get something around their neck, if you get the garrote around their neck, and you just fucking go at it, you know, it's going to be a, it's a very quick equalizer on top of them already having been drugged. Mm-hmm. And that shuts shit down right. quick. Right and, but there. I, I'll say, uh, I was going to say, going back to the whole, you know, no man left behind kind of situation. I got kicked out of a bar in San Diego. Um, my fucking Uber driver who I had been playing pool with fucking came out and he came with me. You know what I mean? And I'd already paid him and shit like that. You know, he had no fucking affiliation, but even he made sure that I was like, no, he's not going out alone. Like we're taking care of this. You know, we're we're going to be good. And whatnot, Eric also know? does not fit any of these criteria. So <laughs> that's true. I'm athletic. I'm kind of fit, kind of fat. You know what I mean? 
I'm thinking like Samo Samo Hung. Fucking, I'm not out of shape. I'm just fat. I, I never. I, I, I admire your confidence, but I will say no. Anyways, heart. <laughs> no, my, my, I went to the doctor. My uh, my heart rate, my blood pressure, fucking fantastic. Yeah, everything nice. is great. I am healthy. I'm just kind of big. <laughs> I I never been in a scenario where like I just like let someone from my crew like just break away. Where I'm like, all right, that dude's good on his own. Like especially like this one of the guys like he wasn't even the guy driving. Like the guy driving stayed behind in his bar. And, like, just let his guy go, like, walk home in the middle of winter. Like, I get it. Like, if it's summertime and, like, you're cool and sunny or whatever. But in the middle of winter, the middle of the night, you're just letting your dude walk home. It doesn't make sense to me, like, why you would let that. I, I mean, I yeah. get Las Vegas, and it's, like, a very touristic city. But I don't get why they're doing, like, College downtown Town. Chicago. One of them, like, two of the cases were in, like, Chicago, where it's, like, Chicago is, like, a pretty rough city. If you're there in the middle of the night, like, you better know what you're doing. But I feel like you, you hear those stories all the time where, like, we're talking about close friends. Like, hey, you know, like, okay, if I'm out with you guys, like, if we went to Vegas, we finally have a Vegas trip, whatnot. Um, yeah, I'm not letting you guys go because, you know, I have, you know, compassion for you. Now, these are college-age students. They're just meeting these people or whatever. And, you know, let's say Chad. He's like, all right, guys, I'm going to call it a night. Or, hey, I got Brittany over here. I'm going to go bang the shit out of her. Or let's say, you know, he was causing a ruckus, you know, and he was being an asshole. Like, oh, fuck Chad, man. I never want to hang out with Chad anymore anyways. And it'll just let him just let him walk home. And to reference that Vegas trip, you know, hey, that's the Penteo tax. You know what I'm saying? Let, you know, let him walk home. He's not sharing the taxi with us. What if it's that situation where it's just like that's not your boy? Like he's just an affiliate. He's just somebody you're loosely affiliated with. And not even that. We're because you're talking about like the Vegas trip where where everyone went together. These these are like the hometown bars. These are it's possible they didn't go with the group. They just kind of like showed up. Yeah, just showed up. You know what I mean? They were just like you know what? It's 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 Friday night. I'm gonna see what's going on. You know what I mean? And and they they just walked. Yeah. They went from their the dorm or the apartment or whatever the fuck, and they just went to the local watering hole. You know what I mean? If that's the case, True. then it's not even like you know. Um, you know what? We don't really like him, or he's just acting up, or he's he just showed up alone. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that is also possible. That is, I knew a lot of guys that used to do that when I was in college. You know what I mean? I I preferred to drink in the room, but I knew a lot of guys that, um, like they were just like, you know what? This is fuck. I had I had buddies, guys that you know, if we went out together, guys that I would have looked out for, just kind of being like. You know what? I'm gonna go out to the bar. I'll catch you guys later. You know what I mean? Like, all right, cool. You know. And I used to do that too. Like, I mean, I always say like I never drink, but anytime like I'd go to a party, like I'd show up by myself. You know, I'd leave by myself because I want to dictate. Like, okay, I don't want to have to wait for you to you know get your your funs and giggles going. And that was a bad part of my thing, you know, because yeah. I'd be, been drinking and whatnot, and I'd still drive back home. You know, whether it was across town or down the street. But like I was that guy that would go by myself, you know, and yeah. everybody let me go. Like no one was like, oh no, man, we'll leave as a group. Like no, I would leave by myself. I would come by myself and then leave by myself. Yeah. So I can see that being a thing too, because hey, no, I'm I'm cool. Like I'm ready to go now. But give me some Taco Bell. And I'm gonna go home. Yeah, because because yeah. this isn't like like what you're talking about a five hour trip where we're all gonna coordinate and be there for multiple days and we're gonna like no, this is just that a spur of the moment. See. Hey, yeah. I'm come. Hey, I'm gonna head out. I'll be back in twenty dollars. You know what I mean? Like, fuck it. You know, <laughs> back in twenty dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I used to do that shit all the time. Where I'd go downtown, I'd get drunk, or whatever, and then I'd be like, "All right, uh, cool." Unfortunately, I would drive to Taco Bell and then go home and be like, "All right, time to just jerk off alone tonight." I guess <laughs> Riley Mason, take me yeah. home. Exactly. That's how well Jacob knows me. <laughs> I know his porn stars. How the stars. fuck does he know that? I think we talked about that. So I um, did a pilot episode of a future project uh, with another friend, and for a good like 30, 40 minutes, it was supposed to be about sports, right? And we were just talking about you know you know our favorite girls online, right? And it was amazing, like what different tastes. Because I mean, 
we're all cognizant of that world you uh-huh. know let's not pretend like we know like okay yeah you have your angelina jolie's and you know your actresses you know your real actresses whatever but in guy world we all ha- we all know our favorite actresses actresses you know <laughs> and it's amazing like okay Jesus like i'm not got wood. i'm not i'm not really into that girl not but then girl. when you see like your friend talk about that you're like oh okay you're that kind of guy and then you see it bleed over into you know their relationship history it's, it's a very interesting concept it maybe a uh when we get a patreon maybe a patreon paid <laughs> episode we might do uh girls that we've mm-hmm, to the uh the, the the psychological nuances and how uh preferred actresses bleed over into the real world I, are yeah. you still do you still like because i did that when i was younger i would have like these are my favorite girls yes you I still had... you still did go down that road because i don't like now it's just i'm so lazy on the internet i'll just go on like whatever whatever the first page yeah. provides and you and then i'll just be like that looks cool. <laughs> I think I, I do that. I do a little bit of both, but you know, I still have my favorites. Like, ooh, I like her. I want to, you know, you know, when that time comes, right. I want to explore more of her work. Maybe I'm just lazy now. I'm just like, that's cool. I'll say, but but I have like, I've googled some of my favorites in, in recent times because I've done this too. Like, not to get too far off topic, um, where it's just like, okay, like back in the day, kind of like 2003, 2002, like. I wonder what she's doing now. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's kind of where I've been, yeah. Yeah, and I, like, I look them up on Instagram. They got families now, and one of them's a firefighter. Oh, I, don't, I don't do that. I don't go, I don't <laughs> want to know about... You're ruining the dream. No, I'm just like, I, I hope they're doing good. Like, I hope they're not on <laughs> drugs or anything. Like, I wish the best for them. I've shared very intimate moments with these girls, <laughs> and I hope that they're doing okay, man. I'm oh a compassionate person. And on that note, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I said, you guys are talking about that. I'm, look, I'm down here looking at pictures of Brian Thompson, the Night Slasher from Cobra. On my fucking iPad right now. It's come. This is one of these things. Does that, that bleed like over? Other, like, does that bleed over into your personal life? Tell your mom and your boo boo too. Did the Facebook just turn off? That's how unpopular we just got. <laughs> Facebook. Uh, we got we got kicked off of Facebook. Shout out Elizabeth Warren. Shout out Elizabeth Jackman. Tell your mom and your boo boo too. Shout out to Fightback CBD. Tell them that Art Jacob sent you. Type in. Wait, are, are you really shutting this down? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know if we were actually had more any more topics. I thought you were going to keep going. It just got way off topic. So I, I I'm just we going to say, I do. I if we're going to if we're going to go with this, you know, I mean, we completely disregarded all of the uh, the debunking. Uh, oh yeah, facts. go for it. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Fuck it. Let's just leave it like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, um, what are your theories? Let's let's talk about that. Like, so what art, Eric? You know, yeah, that's that's what I was, that's what was going to get it. Like, we we're totally going to gloss over that. So let's talk about what we what we think. And I I already said what I think. I think it's a group of people. Um, and that the the smiley face graffiti is indicative like of like hostile. a safe safe, safe zone. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's something similar to that. You know, there's been cases like that in other parts of the world that we talked about the like women in the uh, Mexican American border that just go missing, and no cases ever solved. I think it's something like that where like maybe someone just wants to kidnap some of these guys and like maybe torture them, just beat the shit out of them, and then just throw them in the river and no one will question it. Mm-hmm. And I do think that maybe like. 15 to 20 percent are just drunk dudes that fell in the river and they just get mixed into the smiley face yeah allure i honestly i i really think you know that's why it was hard for me like when i texted you guys earlier this week like hey how are your research going because i feel like it's you know a cornucopia of all of all of these theories basically i feel like you know it's possible that all of these things could be true you know the fact that you know it's even in the media it even has a tv show around it is because yeah. you know it's like that john benet ramsey thing like if they were you know you know fat black nerds you know maybe it wouldn't be that large of a topic but but since they're you know athletic they're good looking they're part of the lacrosse team you know it's getting a lot of media coverage it's getting its own students they're they're straight a students and stuff like that yeah so these were like low-income black 
kids, they would not be getting as name much. name one case similar to this with with that. Profile. It's funny we talked about the 500 kids that went missing in Washington D.C. that never really got talked about, and mm-hmm. they went missing in a three month span. Mm-hmm. And that's way more. That's bigger numbers than this, and yeah, like this is a bigger thing. And, on the and that is a real thing. I mean, going back to the the R. Kelly uh, uh, topic, you know, in the documentary, mm-hmm. one of the fucking guys that was interviewed was a jury member. Um, saying that no, he didn't take the initially. You know, the first couple of times went around, he didn't take the uh, the victim seriously because they were black girls. You know what? They're freaks. They probably liked it. You know what are they complaining about? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And that's and this is a jury member like who was saying this on the record and like, so th- there is there is that uh, I hate to say it, but you know it, it's it's one of those attributes that doesn't make the case sexy necessarily. You know what I yeah. mean? But you're looking at a potential forty five bodies. Uh, with something like a, so such a such a, a symbol like a smiley face and you're talking about you know good students that are you know uh, athletic that are popular that are white that are bigger males you know what mm-hmm. I mean like you're it's all saying like this is all um, yeah it's sexy you know what I mean it's it's gonna sell you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah and that, I mean I think that has a lot to do with it as well and then you know people you know these two detectives uh, Gannon and Duarte, you know they're you know they're, they're gonna have an affinity towards this because like oh we got to find out who killed chad and i think <laughs> <laughs> i like how chad just became a default name <laughs> yeah but at the same time i'm thinking the same thing so yeah <laughs> i like where you're at but so i think that's a lot of it to do with it as well you know you i'm guilty of it everybody's guilty of it. i think it's a cheesy thing when you see yourself in a victim you know you tend to care a lot more you know yeah no it's 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 uh it's both a uh, a good thing and a brutal truth you know mm-hmm. what i mean like it's it's not necessarily a, depending on how you look at it it is a good thing but it's not a good thing you know what i mean you want to be sympathetic towards everybody towards, but you want to be sympathetic towards everybody exactly and a lot of times you know re- even if you're aware of it it's just not totally possible you know mm-hmm. what i mean that's not that's not an individual's fault that's just kind of you know human nature it, it, to a certain extent oh yeah and that's my theory and it. i saw i saw a picture of uh Gannon Duarte, and they are you know uh, silver hair, middle-aged white men. You know what I mean. So this even Duarte, is, I thought well, he was like Italian looking. He might have been, but you know, but he's still like, I could Italian still see like him looking, looking like looking. There you go, Cobra again. You know what I mean? Stallone, <laughs> Stallone. There, there it is. is. The you egg. got my pizza cutter. Hey, <laughs> but uh, those are my pizza scissors. But Duarte is, is he's not a. That's not gonna eat pizza from now on. <laughs> scissors. He is. He's I'm just gonna throw. I'm just gonna flush that in the toilet, and yeah. it just. <laughs> You gotta sw- you gotta twirl <laughs> around the scissors and then use it like a holstered gun and just it's awesome. Uh, but yeah, you know, Dorothy is not like a some middle aged black woman. You know what I mean? Like he's still like, and he's he is Gannon's former partner, so he he does have a soft spot for you know at least someone that appears like this. And, were, and actually, were all and you, the guys white? They were all white, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I all, didn't see any. They were all they were all white, athletic, popular. Good One of them looks like he could have been a mixed baby. Hey, people call me white all the time, and That's I'm, I'm I'm white Tino, so hey. Bang bang! Shout out to Twenty Three and Me. <laughs> we gotta do that. We gotta get them that sponsored. episode's gonna happen one day, dude. We're gonna find out what the what the fuck is is in all of us. Yeah. Hey, real quick, because I think we can talk about it now because we kind of got that door closed. But um, recently, I I don't know if we want to like even give them a fucking. Well, no, we're not gonna give them a shout out, but I have a funny story. Um, so we were recently being looked at by a television um, oh, okay. uh, series. Oh, I was like, why are you pointing at me? I was like, did I do something weird? No. <laughs> we were <laughs> looking, we looked at it by a television series. I don't think it uh, is going to work out. But um, one during one of the interviews, they asked me um, you know, a couple of questions. And um, they're like, so, um, and you could tell he was uncomfortable asking this question. He goes, so, um, what's your background? And I'm like, like, my work background? Like, what, what are you getting at? Like, you, you know, like, uh, 
like what's your mom and dad like uh, are they you know uh white hispanic or armenian or what and i was like oh, okay he just wants to know what race i am right and i was like oh you know i explained to him what i was you know and he goes have you ever thought about doing a 23 me and i started busting up laughing <laughs> i was like it's funny you say that because uh <laughs> my friend that we do the podcast with he was he, he always says i should do one of those so. yeah I agree. No, um, I, I get that. Too. I get a lot of. I didn't get. I didn't get it from them, but I do get a lot of what my favorite. Not my favorite, but you know the one that sticks out to me most. Not because of that, but because of how big of a deal it got made out of later. But like, what are you? It's like, but I get that a lot. You know what I mean? Like, I, oh yeah. God. I really don't like those guys. By the way, I know that they were giving us all this hype around the time, but they kind of ruined my birthday. I came home early for those guys, and oh, I forgot about only that. That's to right. like yeah. get led on to like bullshit. Ladies but anyway, and, oh, and they asked me those same questions, and then they wanted me to be like, "I'm Native American," which I'm not, but uh, like they wanted me to like. I am, a, I am a I am a Indian shaman. I am an Indian healer. I am a medicine man. Art's Art's birthday was ruined. I think you need to send him some love. I do. You know, send him some. Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Thousand dollars and a trip to New Mexico, please. Hey, yeah. By the way, money. Um, our uh, our website um fund is uh gonna come up real soon, so I'm gonna have to pay another hundred dollars to keep this podcast going. So if you would like to contribute to that, I know we don't have a Patreon yet, but you we can. Mess- yeah, we, we got should. Venmo. Yeah, <laughs> we can. You know, yeah, we, contribute to that, and then we can keep this going for another year. So that's coming up here yep. in the next month or so. So it's going to be a hundred dollars. So if you would like to make your uh, tax deductible contribution to the Art and Jacob Do America dot uh, org fund, um, just hit me up, and uh, <laughs> I'll put your money in the pot. <laughs> but anyways, you want to bring this? Yeah, home, sorry, I was about to say. I think we're I think we're wrapping it up then officially. Unlike Art trying to <laughs> put the kibosh on it too early. So, like an altar boy. That's right. <laughs> So now that uh, we're closing up, you know, if you've enjoyed this, and even if you haven't, you sons of bitches, you will fucking go over to Art and Jacob Do America on Facebook.com. You will like the page. You will subscribe to the page. And once you're done with that, you can go over to the Art and Jacob Do America group on Facebook. Join the group. Like the group. You know what I mean? Join the conversation. Maybe uh, put out some particular, uh, uh, some some topic suggestions. Ooh, that was hard for me to get out. I don't know why. Uh, put up some top suggestions, you know what I mean? Have a good time with us, you know what I mean? Don't be a douche, but, you know, have a good time with us, you know what I'm saying? Hell Again, yeah. um, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's all join together like a family, you know what I mean? Like the cacahuates we all are, you know? Because really, at the end of the day, the three of us here, we run this bitch, but we're cacahuates just like you guys, you know what oh, I yeah. mean? Fucking, um, after you're done going, liking, and joining the Art and Jacob Do America Facebook group, you can go to the Art and Jacob Do America live youtube page you can subscribe to the youtube page and you can catch this live every sunday ish hard ish um <laughs> you know and you can watch us do this thing live you can comment you can join the conversation again don't be a douche you know what i mean but hey you know what i mean fucking uh, uh let's all have a good time together and uh, you can see what we're doing you can see our beautiful little studio as it uh aka office aka back bedroom as we slowly improve it and uh, try to make things better um, once you're done with that, then you can get us all on Instagram. You can find art over here at robots versus robots. That is robots vs robots. Uh, you can find Jacob over here. He has his own personal, but he doesn't really use it. Uh, so you can catch him actually at art and Jacob do America, um, on Instagram. And you can find me at EB Castillo. The first that is with a number one EB as in Ben Castillo. The first, um, after you're done checking us out on Instagram, you can find me on Twitter at EB Castillo two. After you're done doing all of that stuff, you can send us a message direct to the Art and Jacob Do America at gmail.com email. You know what I mean? And again, you know, that's we all have access to that. Let us know what you're thinking. 
uh, if you want information about maybe help, help, helping us out with that $100 for the fucking uh, website, you know, that's probably the email you want to try to get us at so we can uh, uh, make sure that all of our ducks in are in a row and, you know, everything is, is, is put together correctly. You know what I mean? Or if you just want to say, business, hey, what's going on? Business inquiries, too. Yeah. So if you have a business inquiry, we'd like to do business with that's us. That's right. Uh, just hit, hit us up at that so we can all see it and we can all partake that's right. And speaking of business inquiries, we want to once again show a little bit of love uh, to Fight Back CBD. This is the preferred official CBD company of the Art and Jacob Do America podcast. Uh, they are 100% organic, 100% THC free, legal in all 50 states, legal in Canada. But I got to say again, there's some shipping issues, you motherfuckers. So you guys figure it out. It's not their fault. You know Wrap what I mean? with rat poison. You can find them at fightbackcbd.com. They're on Instagram at fightbackcbd and on facebook.com at fightbackcbd. Um, they have daytime formulas. They have nighttime formulas. They have. Uh, they are slowly coming out with vape cartridges. They have Brazilian jiu-jitsu rash guards with art from the wonderful Immortal Choke on it. I am holding up one right now that I bought with my own money. No discounts. I did not try to get anything free out of Sorry, them on Eric. this. Bought too soon. No, 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 no. It wasn't even that. Like I even thought about it. Like saying like, hey, I'm with the podcast. Like you sent us some stuff. I'm like, no, I'm not even going to do that. Fucking, I'm just going to buy it because I believe in the product. And it's just, and it's a badass rash guard. You know what I mean? I, I love it. They so. literally just messaged yeah. me like five minutes ago. And then they were like, hey, let's try to get a, a giveaway organized. So we'll go. probably start. I don't know how that's going to work out yet. Though we had to send us some, some stuff out here to us. But we will probably give be giving away some Fight Back CBD oil to um, some listeners. Yeah, or a few messages. Yeah. We'll figure some way to give it out. Yeah, we'll get going. Yeah. And like I tell everybody, you know, I was, I was uh, um, promoting them to my barber yesterday. You know, like Eric said, no THC. So you don't got to worry about, you know, pissing hot. So you can suck on that Usada. And like it, it's it's a miracle drug. I, I you know, and I hate to say drug on it, but yeah, it's just think of it like an aspirin. It'll help you with your pains, your aches, and like me, I have trouble sleeping. Yeah, it totally helps with that. So, anything else, guys? That's it. Uh, no, there is more oh. still going. You know, there's we also got to go to notdeadgetapparel.com. Uh, you can oh use, Eric sponsor. That's right. E. They don't B. sponsor <laughs> us. They sponsor Eric. That's right. Uh, and you can go to E B Castillo at checkout, and you'll get ten percent over ten ten percent ten percent off over there. Um, and then what was it? I felt like I was going to say something else before uh, I got cut off. Uh, oh, yeah. I have a shoulder injury. So once that injury is healed up and I'm back to rolling, uh, one of the first things you'll find on our Instagram is me repping the Fightback CBD Rash Guard. And uh, notdeadyetapearl.com also does a lot of good stuff for uh, uh, human trafficking awareness, breast cancer awareness. They do uh, street gear. They also have their own sets of rash guards. Um, and uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gear. Um, and it's just uh, great stuff all the way around. And, uh, yeah, I think now that about... Go back and check out Fightback CBD. Um, very exciting. America. Oh, yeah, you cut me off right you can say that. That's what it was. That's what it was. Go to FightbackCBD.com and use America for 10% off. That's an important part. Yeah. We got to make sure to get out there. Make sure you use America as your promo code so, you know, we get some love. That's right. Sent our way. So, you good? I think we're good now. Yeah. All right, so... I'm Jacob. That's Art. This is Eric. Yeah, with I'm that Art. Said, that works very well on the uh, with audio that format. That said, everybody, <laughs> enjoy <laughs> your Have a show. Good <laughs> Be good out there.
Hello, Chad. Who this? Uh, uh, uh. I ask the questions here. This Matt? No. Tell me, Chad. This Kelly? No. Do you want to play a game? Oh, no, thanks. <laughs> Hello? Sorry, Chad. You can't say no to a game that you're already playing. Okay. And I'll know if you're cheating, Chad, because I'm watching you right now. Okay. And because I'm fair, I'll let you put some shorts on before we start. I'm good. I'm not asking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>